time is actually one of the most commonly used words in the world. The word time, it's about time, uh, next time. We use this word so much more than we even realize. And at the same time, <laughs> it is something that we can't touch or see. It's just a concept that humans invented. Once again, ghostcultmag.com. I'm Keefe, and I'm honored to be joined by friend to the show and the channel, Lena Scissorhands. How are you doing today? Hi, thank you for having me. Doing good, doing good. Uh, up and about with my coffee. I have, I have, cheers. I have my coffee also. Cheers. <laughs> it's a uh, coffee o'clock somewhere, always. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure about the trucks going on in the alley behind my house, but whatever. Super stoked to talk to you, of course, about the brand new Infected Rain album, Time, which is out this week as we're recording this on Napalm Records. Uh, Got a chance to jam this record out a whole lot. We talked like 14 months ago about the live stream and the previous record, so I'm really, I know you were already working on this record at that time. It's been a very busy time for you. You have a side project, a second band, other artistic endeavors. Let's just, for, for the openers, let's just talk about this record. Uh, I got the sense that it's not strictly an exact concept record, but I feel like more than any other record, there's kind of like a flow between the songs on this record. Absolutely. Absolutely there is. And it's really interesting because um, this being not album number six, it is the first album that you can call so-called conceptual. Um, there are different themes and different uh, topics um, with each song, for sure. But this main theme of time, which we kept it as simple as possible with the name, without like trying to use too many metaphors, um, just in your face. This is called time. It is about time and what we do with it and how it affects us and so on, you know? In a way, this this um, this concept is present in every song, even if the song is about something else. So you you are absolutely right. Uh, it is new to us. Um, I always was very how to say uh, curious, and uh, um, I was very I don't know um, not jealous, but in a way um, there was some sort of different type of curiosity when it comes to. How do bands create a conceptual album? Because we never did. And I didn't think I I was even capable of doing that. You know, it happened so organically and so fluently without us even really noticing how time is present in, in the lyrics. And when, and when like we had already a handful of songs, uh, skeleton put down, including the lyrics and the names for the songs. And Biddy came out with the name. He had a couple of ideas for the album name. And he came out with this one. He also made the research. And it was really interesting for us to discover that time is actually one of the most commonly used words in the world. The word time, it's about time, uh, next time. We use this word so much more than we even um, realize. And at the same time, time (laughs) it is something that we can't touch or see it's just a concept that humans invented so so it's really it's a really curious concept to us um we liked it we studied it and we had something to say about it so there you go (laughs) nice thank you for unpacking all that for me i 
I feel like it, you did a fantastic job. Thank I immediately you. got it within a couple of tracks that this was, you know, something that was strung together a little bit. And I'm fond of saying the my own made-up expression, which is time is the thing, or I heard it from someone else, time's the thing you can't buy or make more of. It's just, that, yeah, you know, absolutely. we're all, which is probably why it's such a big, like, similar to love and death, one of those big topics in all of music, whatever the genre. Correct. Because, like, we're all consumed with Correct, it. but you can feel love. Love has a feeling. And you can witness death, right? If you're alive, you saw someone, you know what it physically it means. Time you don't, you don't. And that's the, the, the best part about it. When I thought about it, I realized, hey, it's the only thing that makes us equal. And I'm talking about the time now. I'm not talking about past or future, okay? I'm talking right now in this specific second. You chose your to, to spend your time with me. I chose to spend your, my time with you. It's about how we choose to spend the time we got now. And it makes us equal because we cannot buy time. We cannot have less time for someone else. And in, literally there's no poor or rich. There's no old or young. It's time It's the same day, 24 hours for everybody today, right now. It's like this. Yes. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Maybe someone doesn't have time tomorrow at all. Something happens. I hope not. Maybe I, don't have time tomorrow. We don't know that. And that's why it's so freaking great. Time is now. It's not tomorrow. It's not yesterday. It's now. And it makes us equal. And I love that about time. Right on. I agree. Every single moment is a brand new moment for everybody. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> everyone all at once. It's crazy. Um, the record is really deep and what I want, like a uh, thorough, right? 12 tracks. None of them I would get rid of or kick off the island. And uh, it's, it's in an interesting time again, no pun intended, where the industry is going towards shorter records and, you know, 35-minute records, 30-minute records, what is an EP, what is an album. This is a fully-fledged record, uh, you know, with all, you know, all the parts working. I love the dynamic range here. So this is a thing I had in my notes on a few listens is that I think every record, the, the band has shown off its uh, skills in terms of dynamics. You personally as a vocalist, the whole band. But I love that every song is not... There's very few... There's no monotony on this record. It's not like one level. It's all arranged, just like emotions, which I really, uh, I had that written down. I love that about the record. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we are creatures about, uh, we are creatures of emotions in life in general. And ignoring that, uh, I feel like only leads to, um, you know, depression. Uh, it leads to sad moments, let's say, or, or, I don't know, unpleasant situations, let's say, because I feel like we have to embrace our emotions. And I used to hate that about myself growing up. I will be honest with you. I used to be very, I don't know, harsh with myself and, and constantly saying you're too soft or you're too emotional. Uh, people don't need that. You know, that's why you are in trouble right now is because you showed emotion, you showed weakness, stuff like that, you know, um, I had to learn those things by myself. And then eventually I've learned that I, I shouldn't try to fight that. If I am like that, yes, I should definitely improve um, being in control of my own emotions. Absolutely. But I never should try and suppress them or kill them. And the reason I tell you that is because I write about my own life experiences and in a way or another, only um, 
the extreme opposites make us wake up and feel like either it's something really bad that happened and, and we have emotions about it or something really good that happened and we have emotions about it. When everything is nice and steady, we so-called sleepwalk in this, and uh, not necessarily in the, in the worst way of this expression, but things are okay. Things are, you know, but when there's extremes and, and I am used to write about my emotions. Uh, since I was a child, I just, it was like my therapy. I, I would just write it down. And that's what I do with music now, you know, and, and I try to deliver it through vocals. And it, in some ways it works in my um, benefits. Like it heals me with time and it helps me so much. But in other ways, I'm still that same emotional creature. And often ah, people don't like that. And uh, it has its ups and downs like everything else, you know, but it is very important not to try to suppress something you are. Try to perfect it, try to work on it. Yeah, but not, never suppress. Uh, I've definitely done that to myself before and, and it didn't end up well. I feel that intensely. And also in a way, what a great answer. This is kind of a follow-up to our previous interview where we both talked about having mental health struggles and concerns. And you had said things that had been happening to you in your life you know, again, 14 months ago, a year and a half ago, we're going to wind up on this record. So now looking back at it, yeah. that the record is done. Did you get some of those demons out? Did you get some of those? Oh, yeah. Think some catharsis oh, yeah. from this from these songs? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you uh, did you see the music video for the song Because I Let You? I definitely did. That's a result did. of that. Yeah, I definitely did. Yeah. So and I know a lot of people think I'm a very good actress. And I I mean, I hope I am because I need to you know, uh, deliver certain things, but that was a, uh, a real big time panic attack, big time. I thought I ruined the entire filming day, to be honest. And that was like take two, I believe it wasn't even like in the end of the day or something. It was barely like we had a small take one and then take two was supposed to be like that entire part. And it was almost impossible for me to redo it, you know, or to do it again, because I it took time from like everybody on set was crying everybody you know we have to let it out so it came out that way in that moment and the director of the music video decided to leave it obviously with permission of the band and everything and yeah it's there for people to see me cry <laughs> yeah i get it and you know again the rawness of the song a uh, fantastic song to lead off the album and a great choice for a single however and difficult that might have been for you guys uh, and you yeah, you're not inhabiting characters. This is, a, like you said, about your life. These are stories of your life. Um, yeah. Not that you couldn't write a song from a third-person point of view ever. I'm sure you have. But, you know, when it's really about you, there's... It's you different, know, for it's sure. Different. Um, I um, I feel like often when I am invited to be part of a project or part of a song or featuring, I often have to try to relate to the lyrics because I'm not the songwriter or the composer or the lyricist. But... I do, however, have a rule. If I can't connect at all, I'm not going to take it. Because as a big time music lover, I can feel, even if I love the band, but I can feel, hey, this person definitely doesn't feel what they are when, what they are performing or singing about. And it's, it's not a big deal. It's not a problem. There are many insanely good vocalists out there that don't write their own lyrics. And that doesn't mean that they can... You can't like relate to everything, especially if you're not your own lyricist, you know? Me being my own lyricist is just a good coincidence because I started writing little poems when I was a teenager, way before I even like tried to sing <laughs> later in my twenties, you know? So I believe my first 
actual poem um, I completed and, and put a date, it was, I was 14 years old. So it was, it was something I uh, tried to incorporate in my life. And I, I, I could tell that it's helping me. I am, I didn't have a very easy upbringing. So it, in a way it helped me really a lot. I was never one to write a diary or anything. And that was my sort of a diary. Um, so very good. I like to hear that. Uh, one fun thing I, I love, uh, again, a lot, we talk a lot about vocals with you because it's a treat to talk to you about technique and things. I love all the different uh, extreme levels vocally that you go to, but also there's some very good rapping on this record. I don't want to say straight up new metal, but like a lot of good bars. What song? What song are you referring to? Um, I'm going to say it's uh, middle of the record. It might be Pandemonium. I'm not sure if I have that track correct. Oh, yeah. Uh, but there's like a little flow, a couple of flow parts in there in the verses oh, yeah. where you switch off between oh, my God. singing and rap. I wish I was better at that. I, if I could enunciate that fast, I would just literally take lessons because I am infatuated with rapping techniques. I love it. And I absolutely love the way they pair with heavy metal, like like heavy like riffs. I mean, not the heavy metal style of metal, but like the metal in general, any style, jammed, new metal, heavy metal, I don't care. I think it pairs so well. And, and yeah, if I only could, but I'm, I mean, I am, I guess never say never, you can always learn. If I ever get the opportunity, I would totally dive into it. I love it. <laughs> but so thank you. It's a big compliment for me, you know, cause I, I, uh, I'm like trying to be brave and, and, and try new things if I can. <laughs> Well, I appreciate it. I think every every album the band is, you know, tried to try new, you know, experiment and try new things. I do want to, we have a couple left questions left for you. Uh, I did want to ask about Alice coming into the band. I wasn't sure of the timeline and if what if there was like a contribution to the writing or, or just later on. What was the point when Alice came in and uh, was there a collaboration there? Uh, Alice... Uh, joined the band fully like the decision obviously we were already speaking with her and already kind of uh, working with her remotely way before but like during the the, the time uh, composing process I guess we started looking into that however because we were auditioning multiple people uh, we didn't want to rush with this decision because temporarily we decided to go only by adding one member instead of two that that you know, left, two left, and like only one for now, um, to see how we feel about it. And we, we feel great about it, by the way. Uh, but in, then we didn't know because going from five members, live musicians on stage to four, um, especially in our case, put um, a lot of um, work and a lot of uh, stress on the one guitar player that is left when they could share the, what they play between two now it's all about one right but that doesn't mean anything because when is there's one guitar player you just compose and write in a way where you only need one uh, when in the band there's two you compose for two guitar players while this guitar is doing that that guitar can do this and so on right so the problem is only with older songs and only with some of the songs that actually do need both both guitars to lead, you know, which is rarely because basically what they do is they complement each other. So, yes, uh, our guitar player definitely had to revisit uh, his playing uh, when it comes to older songs, when it comes to live shows. But but uh, coming back to your question about this album, uh, Ellis did not contribute to the song 
uh, to like um, composing, um, you know, times. But he, uh, I think she did, however, uh, recorded partially the bass for this album, and the the other one that partially was recorded by Vidic, the guitar player. That being said, it doesn't mean that it's going to be like that. Is it was just the transition, the beginning. We didn't even know how much uh, we should. Um, lay on her shoulders right away and if it's fair we even you know we were still thinking um, to give her time to uh, settle and feel um, not so much under spotlight you know to feel the transition a little bit like easier and then we will, now that she's in the band fully and she's been touring with us we will see how it will go for the next record but no this album was um, uh, musically fully recorded uh, like composed uh, by uh, Vidic and Eugene uh, with the same producer that we had throughout all the albums and uh, vocally by me. Awesome. We're looking forward to hearing some of these new songs live and we welcome the opportunity to see Alice with the band. Last quick question for you. I always yes. try to end with a wild card question and we talk a lot about music and healing and pain and coming through stuff, but here's a fun one for you to end on, which is uh, a lot of people have comfort foods or comfort music. What is your favorite comfort TV show to watch to just veg out and watch or rewatch again and again? That's interesting you asked me that because I do love rewatching uh, shows or movies. However, I don't have a comfort one where I would like watch it that many times. I like to give time between. So every time I rewatch it, I find new things for myself. Because I, I also think that um, I grew up with this saying, and I will try to translate it. It might sound quite weird in English, but it's it sounds this way. The more rare, the more you care, kind of. I try to rhyme it here because it does rhyme in Romanian. And it sounds my roots, my dragoots in Romanian. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> it basically, if you eat your favorite food every day, you will get sick of it. Same with movies, same with music, same with many, many other things out there. Diversity is the key. So I try to diversitize. Yes, maybe I will stay in a favorite genre, often of horror or thriller or whatever, but I do like diversities. However, I like traditions as well. So for example, certain movies, I definitely need to rewatch every year. Um, like, especially if they are movies connected to specific holidays, like Halloween or Christmas or whatever, you know? So, but I, but if you're asking me what is my favorite show, it's hard for me to like choose one. I always loved X-Files. I rewatched X-Files even during the, uh, COVID, like con connecting the movies and everything. I even rewatched the old um, Twin Peaks. Uh, not many people here in the US for some reason watch that, but it was a very popular TV show uh, in my part of the world for some reason. Um, so I don't know. I like older stuff and I like newer stuff as well. Like I can't wait to see the new season for Stranger Things, you know, because it was a great show. I can't also wait to see the second part of Dune, the movie, you know, switching to the movie. So depends, you know. Uh, the other day I rewatched the first Terminator and I can't wait to watch the second because it's my favorite. So I, I go by mood. I go by how I feel. Amazing. Everybody who knows me knows X-Files is my favorite show of all time. Really? Awesome. That's yeah, my favorite. Absolutely my favorite oh, show wow. ever. That's ever. awesome. Even when, even when it wasn't good, it was still great. Uh, like it was pizza. Still, exactly. Exactly. 
Exactly. Lena, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. It's great to see you again, my friend. Thank you. Ta- time is the new album from Infected Rain on Napalm Records. All the best to you and success to you and the band. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much uh, for great questions. Have a beautiful day.